I knew what I had to do. I needed to stop trying to please everyone. And start pleasing myself. Uh, raising? Please the marketing department. Uh, please the merchandise department. Uh, please the live events department. Uh, please the media department. Uh, what about pleasing myself? Uh, raising? Pleasing myself. Boys, how are we? It is a Saturday. It is the middle of the day. We couldn't do it at our normal time, but luckily, loads of people joined us in the Discord. Here we are, episode 162, I yes. believe. 162, yes, 162. It's myself. There we go. Myself, okay. Steve. Go on. No, I was going to say, we're ever closer to 169. We're, we're, we're a few episodes away. I cannot wait for my good friend, 69, to join us on episode 169, like he did on episode 069. I've been in, in chats with Mo. Uh, no, but I think Tommy Podcast might be back on. Oh, good stuff. Yeah, Tommy Podcast. Any word from Circa, actually? Um, she's she blowing some lad in Abu Dhabi at the moment, so she's going to try and she's going to try and fly, fly back in time for it. But with the old COVID restrictions, oh, we'll have to see yeah, how it goes. the restrictions yeah. depends she on if Dublin through, is closed. Yeah, well, she have to come through Dublin. That's the thing. Yeah, mm, oh. yeah. Well, possibly if she could fly Slug Airlines with the Viper oh. Higgins, that well, could slug, be a way. Slug might be able to sort it all right. Slug could sort her out because it's a bus, but in the sky. Yeah, yeah. the sky bus. The Sky Bus. He always stops the Sky Bus. It's myself, Steve, with uh, Fitz, Gordo, and Nikki. Boys, it is a Saturday, and here we are doing a podcast once again. Way Open the pubs, boys. Oh, but it's the last time we'll be doing a podcast with the pubs closed. For now. For now, yeah. By Wednesday, they'll be closed. <laughs> I'm a genius! We're not, we're not going to lose the run of ourselves like the Jackines up there, like Rian, you know? I reckon... Um, I won't go near the anywhere near a pub, like you know, at night time or whatever, without getting food for three after, years. Afternoon pints, though. Yeah, afternoon pints be amazing. Uh, I don't see myself going out on a night out for you know, in all seriousness, maybe the first two weeks until things calm down and and idiots get the get it out of their bodies, get it out of their system. You know, I and get three. COVID into their system. Yeah. <laughs> I don't see myself going out, out, like proper night out until 2021 at this stage. A meal somewhere is one thing easily. No bother. I've gone, gone for meals twice in the last month and a bit. Um, no bother with that. Have your own little area, get it all brought to your table. It's fine. But I don't see myself doing a proper full on night out, night out for mm-hmm. a long time. Like, do you remember hashtag Edo is cancelled or Edo is over party? Remember oh, yeah. That? So that was the last, literally. The last Saturday night before the pubs closed. Yeah. And to yeah. be fair, we made use of it. Friday night. Friday, Friday the 13th. 
Friday. <laughs> it was a Friday night, of course, yes. And so that like, was that God, was the end we of make it. use of it. Good lord, I've never been more hungover in my life. But if they're doing the restrictions, that was a great night out because the pub wasn't packed because oh, they had the restrictions in place. It was amazing, Nick. It so if they're amazing. having the restrictions now that they've reopened, except, except for the fact that half was the experience. But except for the fact that half was still went up dancing and possibly caught the COVID. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Pretty sure we all got a little bit of COVID. That we all night. probably got a little bit of COVID. Like just to be a little fair, bit. There may have been less people in the pub, but there were still some fine young fillies in there that night. But there was indeed. So toxic, Gordo. How's it toxic? So toxic. Phil was in the pub. He looked fucking fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Objectifying poor Phil. Yeah, he knows it. I call him the handsome man every day because he's a handsome man. He's a handsome man. He is a very handsome man. What can you say? Um, Mm -hmm. What else is going on in the world? Uh, Uh, Premier League is properly back this week. Yeah, buddy. Come here. Before we go into the wrestling, I I brought this up. What is the crack with every fixture for the rest of the season being set as a three o'clock kickoff? They're not. It's TV deals. Um, So basically, they do this every, I think every six weeks or two months, they do it in blocks. And then they announce that block, like maybe six weeks in advance to set TV schedules. So they... like if well, you're looking at the fixtures now, the fixtures towards the end of uh, or November to December won't have been fixed or locked into their slot yet because they're waiting on TV times. Week mm-hmm. four has all three o'clock kickoffs from mm-hmm. then on. And it's very unusual. I don't remember this happening any other it's, season. I think it's because there's, are, are they keeping an eye on stuff around reopening of stadiums and even people? Probably. In? Yeah, they're probably. They yeah. might do it in two or three week blocks instead of the usual, like as Fitz said, a four to a six week kind of a thing because mm. uh, from the 1st of October which it ties in week with game week 4 they were hoping to get fans back in the ground at that stage that makes if, sense if they do get fans into the ground then it'll be like back to normal where like 6 games are on at 3 o'clock on a Saturday but if they don't they'll probably keep it like they are now where they're all individual times so they can all be broadcast on TV which makes fucking sense so keep everybody can way. watch all the games let's keep it that way or do something if, like if the, the NFL have red zone Red zone. Mm-hmm. Goal rush. If anything comes from COVID, let's know. Let's get rid of the three o'clock kickoffs, as mm. in lots of them happening all the time, and you can only watch one of them illegally. Yeah. You know, let's just get rid of all them fucking even, three o'clock. Even if they were, as Fitz said, you normally have maybe you could have six of them or seven of them at a time. Do fucking three of them. Yeah. Yeah. No one. Wants mean, to watch the, Liverpool game the, ex- the excuse was that people won't go to the game because they can watch it on TV. Well, now they can't go to the game. Make so, them more affordable to go. Yeah. As well. About? A thousand euro a year or a thousand pound a year is perfectly adequate for a season ticket. How was the Bayern Munich season ticket last year? Was something like 400 quid, I think? It was less, 200, 250 or something like that, yeah. yeah. You know, it's it's insane. It's it's, it's ridiculous, the, the money you had to spend to go see these games. I think the time I went to the Newcastle game, that we had good seats. But uh, if if we were to have bought those tickets... Uh, we're looking enough to win them. No, we're lucky enough to win them. But uh, if stay, we bought stay them, on brand, Gordon. Whatever you do, what you do, stay on brand. No, but where we were, it would have been 55, 55 quid a pop for the tickets, like two rows behind us. I guess. So, and as I said, they were very good seats. But mm. like you know, you bring your kids to go see a game. You know, father and two kids going to see it. That's 165 quid straight out, straight out of pocket. Then you're talking about cool couple of old bottles of fizzy pop and a couple of bags of chips. You know, you're the looking at 100, 180, 200 quid. 
a bit of merch, getting there. That fucking adds up to nearly 300 quid for a day out easily. And that's easily. Fucking doing it cheap. Like. And if you're coming from Ireland, you got flights and hotel on top of yeah, that as well. You can't. It's, it's just not fun. And again, I love it. The, the, the atmosphere of being at a game is fucking amazing. But mm. Probably uh, not great now. No, probably not yeah. great at the moment. <laughs> Unless they pipe in the crowd noise. We need, we need the Thunderdome. Oh. Gordo, Gordo. What about you know if like a wrestling company in Ireland possibly were able to hold an outside wrestling show, oh. would you go to it? Oh, oh, the subtweets. Oh. He just, he just, Fitz just spoke a subtweet there. <laughs> By the way, um, B Dizzo puts that in the chat there. The crack has gone out of the three o'clock accumulators. That's kind of yeah. That's a good oh, point, actually. Soccer Saturday at about four forty every uh, fucking yeah. week, praying that someone scores or doesn't score. I'll say how much swearing and unplugging of headsets happened in the old company we used to work for on the Saturday fits. We didn't have working mute buttons, so we actually had to unplug our headsets if we were going to swear at anything. And we're there watching the TVs or what? Just talk it to my face. Oh no, I'm sorry. I was typing the word four to say for yeah. life in the chat. But yeah, it was oh, so four, good. For life. It was just so good. I remember um, watching Spurs win the Carling Cup back in 2008 in that said office yeah. and having to disconnect my headset when Berbatov scored the penalty because I was quite happy at that time. I can remember. Yeah, they bet Chelsea that day. That was a good day. Hey, J-Dog. <laughs> <laughs> I can remember being in there the day that uh, United beat Arsenal 8-2 and I put a two euro or a one euro bet on that and that score at halftime so I only had one euro left in my Paddy Power account. Because we someone, were thinking, Tom Cleverly, he's better than any Esther. <laughs> someone in, I, would eight, I would eat to be an Arsenal fan. <laughs> <laughs> someone hit the crossbar in like the 92nd minute when it was already A2 and I actually fell to my knees in the middle of the fucking place because I was about to break down in tears because that was 125 fucking quid. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so that's football. I think clearly there's an opportunity here for a football podcast. Cause speaking we, of speaking of football, did, like, the NFL is also back. How, how, yes. how, how is that going for you, boys? Oh, before you do, though, I'm going to do this. I know it's literally fire. 10 to 3 in the day, but sure look. Buff of all. There it is. Oh, baby. Why not? Oh, thank God. Somebody else is with me. <laughs> I was waiting to see how long into it we'd actually get. I mean, it's I don't care. the day for me, just for being at home. Oh. Was it a pub or something? Yeah, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, I went and had a had a breakfast and a pint. So, fuck it. Why not? In fact, the 3 o'clock kickoff is starting in 10 minutes. So, it's close <laughs> yeah. enough for me. Mm-hmm. True. NFL, though. Tell me tales. Uh, I've lost both of my fantasy leagues in week, in week one. I won <laughs> both mine. Yeah, I won both mine. Gordy, you're meant to be the NFL one of the podcast. How did you lose both of yours? Because I stupidly... I drafted okay, but I had a load of people on the bench who scored really good points. I just oh, made bad decisions of who I played and who I fucking left on the bench. In uh, both I left, my leagues, I got it perfect, and I was so happy. <laughs> I left Cam Newton on the bench. He scored 20-something points. I left Njoku on my bench in both leagues, and he scored 14 and got injured and is out for at least four weeks. Oh, no. Um, I don't <laughs> really... As much as I love my, my fantasy football, I don't really care about it too much in the grand scheme of things, mainly because I'm just so happy to have football back uh, every he, Sunday. He says that now because he's losing. No, I've I've, just, I've I've never won it, so it's fine. I do have the trophy for the work league. You do. You should. You do. 
But uh, yeah, I, I'm just so happy. Packers football is back. Gordo's a happy man. Go Pack, D- go. Devante Adams is a fucking man crush. Uh, yeah, it's just a great time to be alive, really. And I look forward to parking my arse in front of the TV tomorrow night. or Well, all Lights day tomorrow, down. actually. Because there's Newcastle game at two, Liverpool game at half four, and then straight into red zone. Oh, Chelsea are playing Liverpool tomorrow. I want both of you to lose. <laughs> can't I can't I just hope that both teams have a bad time? <laughs> <laughs> like well, you know, no. were the Triple H and Scott Steiner feud. You know, I was oh. hoping for an everybody dies fucking match by the end of that. Jesus. No, if uh, Timo Werner and Mo Salah can get like a hat trick each and both teams to lose, I'll be I'll be very happy with that result. <laughs> <laughs> this is no. the first year that I can remember. So clearly, the first year on record in the history of human is. Uh, no fantasy football for me this year. Same. Schmucks. First mm. first year since working in said establishment that Miss Affin Fitz and Nikki used to work in together that I haven't done it. So yeah, first in about 12 years. Yeah, like why Why did we stop it? Is it an age thing or... or uh, like for me, the I game hasn't changed. For me, I, just, I, I normally got fed up with it after about week three. Yeah. So I was like... Yeah. I, I big, gave up on the soccer one... About four years ago, but then again, I was never really that into it. Now, are you talking football or American football? I said soccer, to clarify. Oh, yeah, sorry, I couldn't hear you, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, I don't know, Rory does it every year for his website and his podcast. Um, the Five Bytes podcast, for any IT professionals out there, you can check out the Five Bytes podcast. I actually listen to it during the week, it's very good. He's very good, he's, yeah. he's, he's really good at it. I didn't understand 75% of what he said, but I, I quite enjoyed it. I, I listen to it most decent. weeks. I haven't a clue what he's talking about, but I find it engaging. Yeah. So, um, I'll throw the chat down. Yeah. Touch. Oh, touch, please touch. See, I can't type <laughs> in five bytes podcast because clearly I'm an idiot. And every time I do this, I keep forgetting that I can't use my numbers. So I'm going to type five bytes. Oh, B Y T E S podcast into the chat. But it, it kind of works though. Five. Touch, touch, please. If you touch. want to touch, touch, please. Listen to Rory's podcast, Five Bites Podcast. Anyway, we're talking the most about confusing football. accent ever. That man. He, you see, he lived in America for a long time, mm. and also his mother is American, so he's got a mix. Of, he always had a mix of both. He's gonna, he's gonna listen back to this and be like, "This dickhead, this motherfucker." <laughs> he always had the best of both worlds, you know. But then he went to America and he got a bit more American. But when you're talking to him in real life, he doesn't have an American accent. So I don't know. Shout out to Rory. Great it's, guy. It's, it's like how sometimes if, like if people work in call centers, they have phone voices. Ah, uh, the old mm. phone voice. The old phone voice. You know, if, oh, you know, try and be really happy and friendly. Yeah. yeah ah, thanks for calling Redacted. My name is Stephen. How can I help you today? I you literally never, did that a hundred times yesterday. <laughs> you, never, you never had to work somewhere where they'd actually tell you that you have to tell the customer what your favorite football team is. Oh, Jesus, that. That was a ridiculous thing. You weren't on. on the phones for that, Nikki. I know I wasn't. That's why I was, I was ridiculous. I was never going to do it if I was. Do your best to tell the story without telling the story. It was literally quite simple. I used to work in a place where we were taking calls from people who would have an affiliation with a football-based product. Mm-hmm. And we would have to introduce ourselves and say, hi, my name is, insert name here. Thank you for calling, yada, yada. Um, and my favorite, my favorite team is insert team name oh, here. Oh my god! Because it was seen as a way that we could possibly engage with the customer while we're yeah. trying to help. Yeah. Them. Okay. So. Okay, Gordo, let's try it out. Okay. Ring, ring. Gordo answers the phone. 
Answer the I, phone, please, Gordon. I thank you for contacting Sporting Product Company. <laughs> my, my name is Mark, and my favorite football team is Liverpool. Hi, Mark. Fuck you. I'm, an, I'm a Man United fan. How does that work? That has happened. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. So. I want to punch you through the phone. I want to yeah. physically punch you through the phone. Yeah. Hey, hey, Fitz. Um, hi, I'm ringing you, Fitz. Oh, hi. Yeah. Can you introduce yourself <laughs> you and tell me what your favorite football team is? No, because I'm not a fucking Mark. Well, I'm an Arsenal fan, so fuck you. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Yep, it happened. Like, I don't, no, it eventually reached a point where myself and most of the lads were like, no, we, we want, we're not going to want to actually talk about any of these teams. So we just started, we started talking, we started naming like really obscure names of teams. So like, oh, I Ryan just burned Gordo. That is a good, that's not a burn at all. That's no, all I, good. I, I literally worked across from Gordo and he wore pink every Wednesday. <laughs> Wednesday. And, oh, hang on, hang on. This gets better. This gets better. We now have a reminder set up for my new team for to remind everyone that on Wednesdays we wear pink. And this oh, Wednesday, baby. we got on our group call at 8 o'clock at night. And out of the t- 17 people on the call, 13 people were wearing pink. Oh, that's for that. Wait, wait, there it is. That's tremendous. That's tremendous. 13, I swear to God, it's taken off, lads. It's finally, It's only taken me a year and a half, but I'm finally getting it to take off. <laughs> oh, stop. That's great. Um yeah but that that's weird hello my name is mark and i support liverpool that's fucking yeah, weird that's where we used to we used to say no we're not fucking having that so we'd actually start off like naming teams that nobody would know anything about so was there was there a, a feared area of the office the galatasaray fans <laughs> <laughs> nah, it was yeah I, I was lucky enough i was able to use my waterford united connection to <laughs> Make sure that nobody had ever wanted to talk to me. Did you say Watford? I didn't mean I didn't mean life. <laughs> He's West Ham, isn't it? Uh, yeah, that Mil- was, uh, Mil- it's like no. the Black Books thing which we crowned. Did it win? I think it won, didn't no, it? Black Books. Ah, oh, did. Millwall, Millwall, you're all terrible and all your grass I mean, friends are unfulfilled. Spoilers for what we released. <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe it wasn't even in there. But I'll be honest. I'll be honest with you. I, see what beat it. I totally forgot about uh-huh. the B shot. Myself and Kerry went for breakfast earlier. I was like, you know what? I'm busy today and I need to get this thing done, but I don't want to do it too early. But fair play to the lads. They've showed up in the chat. But I was like, well, will I just say there's no podcast this week. We'll come back next week and I'll release the B-show. And I was like, oh, shit. I never downloaded the fucking B-show. And Craig only saves it for seven days. So I had literally had to get it done before six o'clock today. So we're all good. We're all good. What a time to be alive. Time to be alive. Oh, and uh, we had our great fall guys stream attempt last saturday night yeah it was it was fun um we should definitely do it again um because we we did it really late it was like midnight when we did it and we had just done a wrestling show and a b show yeah (laughs) so i understand if people didn't show up i was incredibly drunk yeah um i'm working really early tomorrow um you know earlier than most priests on a sunday but um, we'll see. Maybe we can do something later. The plan was to do a short show today. And, well, the plan in my head was to do a short show today and do maybe do a stream later. But we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I'll see. Because I have lots of Xbox gaming I want to try and get done today. I have, yes. I, I haven't touched Avengers since the first day I sat down and played it. I still have Pro Evo to do. I still have Apex. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm on and off brand at the moment. Switching between oh, brands. So many brands. Let me know how Avengers 
turns out. So I'm curious what I'm going to do. How many couple of errors in? Only after unlocking, like you start off with one character and you, as you progress through the story, you get different characters to yeah. go through. I'm only after getting to where you can start using the second character. I'm I'm really enjoying it so far. People are only just saying that when it gets to the end of it that it's a, uh, like when you get to the end game stuff that it gets a bit repetitive. But I mean, you've played, right you've played Warcraft. You know, you've played Warcraft, you've played other MMOs, you've done that whole endgame grind of trying to get like, gear and stuff. Nowadays, I, I I play storyline, and once yeah. the storyline finishes, I stop playing. That's generally yeah. how I play games and stuff, time okay. and proper play games anymore. But, uh, yeah, no, I've heard, I've heard, uh, I heard a lot of people saying good things about the storyline, so I, mm. I, and I've, I've really liked it so far, and the cutscenes in it are fucking class, so yeah, I'd, I'd recommend mm. it anyway based on the, what I've played of it so far. Uh, so people are getting hung up on the microtransactions and stuff, but there's enough there seemingly to keep you going. But is it is it pure grindy though? I I haven't found a grind so far. Not from what I'm doing. Like it's you're, you're working again. I'm not reached the end game where it gets that grindy. So I'm I'm literally just working my way through the story, and it's it's fine. This I, is the uh, Avengers game, is it? Yeah. Yeah. But see, you can see the controversy about microtransactions for 2K Battlegrounds. Oh yeah. Tell me uh, tales. I have Apparently, it. from what I saw online, is that only like thirty-five percent of the game is open, and that you have to either micro transact or very hard grind to unlock the rest. Oh, <sighs> and also they have a lovely like that, photo though. of Tessa Blanchard in the description. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> I mean it's. I don't even think we need allegedly there. Do no, we? it's hard. It's, it's very much. Yeah, that's hilarious. Like, I'm probably going to buy it for the Switch. I mean, I like the look of it. Like, I know Gordo doesn't like the game, and he'll probably strike me down from above. But I liked WWE All Stars. I thought that was a fun game. I liked purely All-Stars, because I could pick it up and play it, and I didn't have to invest too much into it. Yeah, I mean, it was in compared to a proper wrestling game, it was a bit shit, obviously. But this looks fun. Yeah, but it looks, it looks I don't know right. if I want to spend forty quid on it. I, this strikes me as a game that's going to be on Game Pass pretty soon. Yeah. I I don't plan I don't plan on ever playing it on the Xbox at all. But I'm like I want to get I want to start getting a couple of more games and get more money's worth out of my Switch. The game I've played the most on the Switch is one that cost me two ninety nine. What is it? N- NBA. NBA. <laughs> Fucking game is great. I do. Uh, I also got it that at that price, but in shocking horror fashion, I've never played it. Oh my! Oh my! Have you, like Spider Man? I I played Spider Man for two hours. I played more <laughs> Avengers than you've played Spider Man, Fitz. Yeah. Actually, the I PS, actually PS5 thing was on since we were on last. Yes, I, I, I was going to lead to that next, actually. I was going to say, Gordo mentioned the Switch. I haven't turned my Switch on since I moved into this apartment in February. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's bad. I love the Switch. Actually, I need to get my copy of Odyssey back off you, actually. Yes. Because um, we all want to go play that again. But You also want to play Mario 3D All-Star, I'd say. I kind of want to play. I see. Here's a shocker. You know, I love Nintendo and Mario games. Hmm. I've never played Mario Galaxy. Never played what? it once. Yeah, never played it. I've played. Oh, now I say I've never played it. I played it at a preview event. That's it. Okay. I played it for a couple of minutes, but I never bought it. That's okay. Jesus. Well, yeah, but we do need to talk about, but without talking about specifics. Um, Fitz, would you have any insight into what happened with the PS5 pre-orders by any chance? Um, just off the top of my head, I said I'd go to Fitz first. You know, not that you'd have any. <laughs> yeah. So what happened was Sony announced a. A kind of an event on Wednesday night kind of made it quite public that they were going hosting a, uh, I can't remember what they branded it as, but it was effectively kind of a roadshow kind of 
thing branded for PS5. So there was a reasonable expectation amongst people that you know they might announce the price and the uh, the release date for it and possibly when you could pre-order. So, you know, everyone was kind of prepared for it, so to speak, and uh, they decided to do that and priced it at the same price point as Xbox, which is interesting to see. Mm-hmm. They were waiting for Xbox to blink first, which they did. Uh, it would have been interesting to see what price points they had in their mind because they possibly were a bit more expensive and maybe came down to match Xbox is what I'd guess. Not to jump over you, there was a leak a while back that about the exact release date like they had for Japan and they had those prices. The three nine nine dollars, four nine dollars, four nine nine dollars. So either Xbox went with that, or Sony went with what Xbox announced officially. Yeah, but I think yeah. F- sorry, I jumped over you. Before nine nine, I w- I was surprised it was that cheap. I actually yep. thought it'd be more expensive for what you're actually getting. Same, and especially for what we now know to be a fairly kind of in demand and limited supply console. You know, they could easily have tacked on an extra 50, 100 quid onto it and the demand would have been just the same. Fitz, I have a friend that works in a retailer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he tells me that there was no real advance warning of this pre-order. Mm-hmm. And it was like, get it done. So rearrange, make your landing page, deal with the, the pre-orders and hope the shops can deal with it in the morning. Sounds about right. That's what my friend told me. Your friend seems fairly uh, in, in tune to what happened, I would think. I would imagine now that area managers and store managers will be upset at such a thing. I would imagine they would, you know, if they, if they lost out on potential sales because, you know, it was jumped to ship at out of hours, then yeah, that sounds like something that could have happened. Uh, we're just speculating here. Not that yeah. we know anything about such Just, just that other companies got their pre-order sites up before certain companies. Because mm. there was no time frames. Yeah. Now, it's yeah. interesting to see certain retailers, you know, I'm not going to name names, <coughs> GameStop, <coughs> they have this weird virtual queue system going at the minute where, bless them, they're taking 50 quid off everyone to sign up to this virtual queue and no oh. guarantee that you'll get the console this year. Do not do that. There I don't care if I'm, bra- if I'm so breaking many- real life kayfabe here. Do not do that. For the oh, love yeah. of God, do not do that. Because like, the, even no matter what way you think about it, there's only going to be a certain amount of consoles coming into the country regardless. Mm-hmm. And they have to be divided up between all the retailers. Odds are that if you haven't a guaranteed order, pre-order in now, you're probably not going to get it before Christmas. Yeah. Now... Um, I also have a friend who used to um, buy and sell video game consoles. He was a good All looking guy. Friends. So many friends. Yeah, he, he, he had a beard. He was a good looking guy. Um, <laughs> very handsome. Massive, massive penis. Nero? Bigger, bigger than Deliverance's penis, actually. Wow. That's, yeah, it was huge. Is, you've seen many penises. Oh, are we, are, we, are, we, are we talking Bert or Lent? <laughs> it's both, Gordo. When <laughs> I meet a man, I go, show me your penis. I want to find, find out about you. I, um, I, will walk, I will walk into the bathroom and stand at the oral next to you to watch you. <laughs> you know, some people want a good, firm handshake. I want a good, firm, you know, look at your penis. penis just to see. <laughs> um, but I, in my experience, I don't know what it's like now, but um, Ninten- let's just say this nintendo are masters of what sony are doing right now <laughs> that do you remember when the wii came out mm, before remember, my time remember when there was no wii consoles to be bought but then um friends of mine were swimming in wii's by december 24th oh yeah i'm just saying that 
I'm thinking that maybe uh, Sony may be employing the, uh, yeah, the, uh, Mr. Sh- the old Mr. Shibata rule. That's uh, potentially. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, also, did you notice how uh, all the major podcasts, I don't know how your feed looks on Twitter. Um, I unfollowed all wrestling as much as possible on my personal Twitter and keep it all for the, the 2-bit, at 2-bit wrestling. Follow I, I us. I'm going to be mm-hmm. doing something similar because I can't be fucking dealing with wrestling Twitter yeah. on my own personal one at the moment. So all I see now is um, essentially Man United Twitter, which is worse than wrestling Twitter, and um, and gaming and, you know, odd bits of sports or Irish news or whatever. I noticed that a lot of the gaming podcasters that I follow or things like the two-time, um, the streamers that I would follow, they all got pictures, you know, they all posted pictures of, here's your unique URL to pre-order your PS5. So all the streamers got it, all the major personalities of a podcast got it, and then it creates the demand. I think they're pulling a uh, a Mr. Shibata, as I like to call it. Mm, I don't know. From what I heard, mm. uh, there is a, a lot of demand that wasn't satisfied. I yeah, no, from your from your friend, of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, yeah, I, I I was talking to the same guy actually, so I I, uh, I see his viewpoint and I agree with it also. But mm. I have a I have a theory that oh. uh, there could no. I'm just I'm just saying that. Maybe not so much on the Sony side, but um, let's just say I think if uh, the Xbox One X or Xbox One Series, oh Christ, what's it called? Xbox Series Xbox X. Series X. I say it every time I say Xbox One X. If that were to sell out on Tuesday morning, uh, let me know what the crack is, by the way. Don't uh, make sure you send the link. Um, yeah, if that were to sell out. Get, get your friend to send us that link. Yeah, there, yeah, there's yeah, a, get, if you get your friend to get us in the WhatsApp Cheers. group, make sure that happens. Yes. If that were to sell I, out, I would I, pass that on to my friend. Cheers, if that were to sell out, I'd be sickened that I may not get it on day one. But I probably, in my experience talking to friends of mine, know that I'll definitely get it on day one. I'm just saying. Mm. Intriguing. Just my theory. If things are the way they were in my day, I would. I would certainly prefer for mine to be shipped to me. Hmm. I see. On release day, rather than me having to go and get it on release day. Is all I'm saying. I see. I may, um, I may go in. Oh, what time is the shop closed? It's six o'clock. I may make some phone calls on Monday see, and be like, "Hey, here is some money. Will you put three of them through on, <laughs> on Tuesday morning for me, please?" But I need to know. I maybe I'm thinking about sending an email to an old pal of mine because of my concern. I don't know what's happening. Basically, you have some so very good friends. I have decent friends. But uh, yeah, one of them. No, I don't want to say anymore. <laughs> Fitz, I'm just saying, if you were to talk to a friend, just make sure you get, you got you got some you got some pals here. That's all I'm saying, Fitz. Make sure make sure this happens. We don't care about your PS5, your weird router console. We're on about the real <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, your refrigerator oh, console. Yeah, yeah, I'm good with it. You want the fridge? Yeah, <laughs> we want to put cans in our console. You know, <laughs> but I, I love watching the the console wars. You know, like following like a boards.ie threads and all these sorts of things. Oh, it's board, so funny. Boards.ie threads are the worst. Oh, it's a shit uh, they're not. They're not. They're, 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 <laughs> not, they're, not, they're not even comparable to the journal.ie comments. Oh, okay, but you, check what, out would you wrestling put... boards.ie. <laughs> experience. No, because then you have to deal with wrestling fans, and we all know wrestling fans are the worst. <laughs> Sorry, wrestling fans, but you are. Mm-hmm. We're no longer a wrestling podcast. 
Yeah, we, we, we barely mentioned anything about it yet. Like, so. we're, we're 45 minutes in and we haven't even talked about wrestling, but we will get there. But it's been a big week for gaming, I think. It's a lot of it. We're, it is the season, as they say. Mm-hmm. We're, in, we're into the uh, holiday season of video game releases. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and talks were a bit early, dude. Sorry. Um, we sent an at everyone earlier. Uh, we're, we should do a bit early because I want to go watch Man United. And Can't. basically fits through a hissy fit because it's the one week where AEW actually had a good show, so he wants to make sure that oh. he's uh, here to be able to talk about it. You know, I didn't even need the fucking crowbar, Gordo. Well played. <laughs> I got you. I got you, fam. I'm gonna throw it out there: the greatest street fight of all time. I'm Ooh. gonna say it. 100% agree. Nicholas, I've been sitting on it, but yeah, 100%. I don't know if I go greatest, but I can't think of any you can put over it. That's, That's my problem. I've yeah. been trying to think of one all week, so I'm ready to accept it is the greatest street fight. I can't think of one any better. Ripple H, Shawn Michaels, SummerSlam 2000, the street fight. Oh, you son of a bitch. Oh. <laughs> okay, parking lot brawl or backstage <laughs> brawl. Okay, so the greatest street fight or whatever of all time is SummerSlam 2002, Triple H, Shawn Michaels. It went on a bit. To be fair, it was a long match, but it was amazing. Shawn Michaels doing the kip up oh, in that match. Deliverance is a good show too. That um, was yeah, that was a street fight in Madison Square Garden. Okay, so did I say the wrong thing? Am I parking lot brawl? Was it called a street fight or a parking lot brawl? Parking lot brawl. Parking lot fight is what they call yeah. it. Parking lot fight. So a backstage hardcore match that wasn't specifically Triple H or Shawn Michaels or Mick Foley and <laughs> Triple H. Especially the, best, the best one that didn't take place in the arena part. Yeah, I yeah. just said that to me. Yeah, great minds you know, think alike. I always like that guy. It's immediately comparable to Velveteen Dream, Adam Cole, because yeah. effectively they were the exact same fight, or the, the confines, yeah, the context of them were the same. The same. Yeah, and like. Pff, country mile between the two oh, yeah. in terms of what you got yeah i i was thoroughly sports entertained <laughs> by the main event <laughs> thoroughly by the war back fight stage the parking lot war fight pit games as it was amazing yeah. that match was fucking brilliant yeah um if it, if it is indeed true what uh tony is after saying that this was one shot and the only thing they edited was they had to drop the audio to cut out the word fuck mm-hmm at one point that is incredible yeah to do that in one shot you're um, talking in terms of the cinematic era of wrestling yeah. the cinematic matches that puts it up at the tippity top yeah nothing in terms in of this. one shot like that's if you, crazy if you look at all the spots and everything nothing seemed forced nothing seemed like oh hang on we better go over here everything just had a really great flow to it mm-hmm. yeah Orange Cassidy, um, as Gordo or as uh, J Dog said, popping out of the the trunk of the car. Holy shit, that was hilarious! Like, what, what, he was in the trunk wearing sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, I'm not too sure. J Dog's that are proposing the old oh, question yeah. there of is it a cinematic match? What, what did you I wouldn't say so. I I, if, I would say because it was taped. Maybe that's where my mindset was. If it was taped, maybe. But I'm sorry, because it was taped, maybe. But. If you tape something and it's still done in one shot, I wouldn't consider it cinematic. No, cinematic is is pieced together. You know, that's no, that the place that's on, so, that's on me. That's on Eva, me. Evil versus Thunder Rosa was cinematic. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, like, yeah. I said to you in the chat, even that match, like I, I didn't see too much editing in it. So either they did a fantastic job of actually editing the the match together, or it really wasn't as bad as the dirt sheets are saying. 
Well, it's not in terms of it being bad, I guess. It was the uh, little bit of shooting, a couple of shots thrown. I don't mind that well, either. Let's stay on the positive, selling. though. Let's, let's but, stay on the positive. Let's stay with the street fight, and we'll, we'll get to Ivelisse. Just a great match. Is that all? I hope I haven't uh, gone back to something that we've already discussed and that we're done with. But no, no, that was really was great. Good. Like the like, poor Trent. I thought Trent was absolutely broken by the end oh, of the Oh, his word. back, Jesus. Yeah, that back body drop onto the window. Oh boy, huge mistake. <sighs> <laughs> so which was better? I'm actually going to a question. Which was better, this or the boner yard? Ah, boneyard. Oh, the boner uh, yard. Oh, well, I didn't oh, see Oh, you that. saying boneyard or boner boner yard? Boner, boner yard. yard. Oh, you son of a bitch. They've announced the second show as well. Touch, touch, please, touch. Oh, baby. Just saying that was Chad too bad. <laughs> Sex Ferguson have chimed in. Oh, baby. Um. Oh. They're thick. Like, I like to say... That fruit, fruit can't be compared. You know, why can't fruit be compared with apples and oranges? But these are apples and oranges, I think. I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know. Is it worth five stars? I don't know. Was it, did Melzer give it five stars? Melzer gave it five. Big five. Oh, David. Oh. I guess well, it, again, it was incredibly good. But in, in, an, in an age where we've seen seven star matches, it is five stars, if you get me. Yeah, but yeah. the thing, the problem is that when we bring up Melzer ratings and we do it because we're like, why did he put this up? I always look at five stars as the top. That's the the best match ever type. Oh thing. yeah. But well, the one thing I'd stars. always go with Melzer, right? And it's something that possibly he doesn't get a bit of credit for is that when he's rating a match, he doesn't just look at what happens bell to bell. He looks at the the story, the the lead in, and there's so much more to it. That's where I think it probably does deserve a five star because the, the actual story being told between best friends and Santana and Ortiz has been good for about a month or two. And this was just mm. a great blow off. Yeah, I yeah. guess. How many, how many stars would this have gotten if it was on the parking lot of the Tokyo Dome? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I'm not going to fight him on five stars, I guess. Uh, yeah, I either way, great match. Really enjoyed. Really enjoyed yeah. it. I'd go it's high be... fours, personally, but yeah. 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 Fucking NXT, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of, like, enjoyment, I'd give it five stars without, you know, the Dave. The Dave scale is a different situation. Well, if you look at your enjoyment while watching it, it was a five-star experience is the way I'd look at it, but... Uh, yeah, no, J-Dog is right. He completely... Rory says it all the time as well. Meltzer fucked his scale. As soon as he started giving seven point five fucking ratings out of five, he kind of fucked his own scale. So it's hard to know what a five like is a four point two five now like almost or just above halfway the top. Yeah. You know, it, it, a, a four a four star match is seen as met nowadays. Whereas if, if you had a four star match seven eight years ago, it was seen as being a big you know mm, people need yeah. to check this match out. Uh, by his logic, you have four star matches on fucking. Dynamite, NXT just random tag matches. Week. Yeah. It's, you know, it's random just... fucking, was it uh, Young Bucks and Jurassic Express was 4.25. It wasn't he gave fucking lad. Fuck and off. The, did you see the thing where he gave The Rock versus Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 18 three stars and he's Jesus given that tag Christ. match for it? Like, come yeah. on. And he, this is, and again, this is, and that goes against what Fitz was saying earlier, which normally Dave does do, as Fitz was saying, mm. all the story and stuff. You literally have the two biggest icons ever 
Icon moment, versus Icon. Yeah, Icon versus Icon. The moment, the atmosphere. It was an okay story and build up to it as well. You know, it was all fine. And he gives it that. It's like, come on, dude. But it was like a basic match, but it was amazing. Like, yeah. you know, like as, as much of as an arsehole Hulk Hogan turned out to be fucking racism and all that shit. When he hulks up against The Rock in that match, like there's goosebumps. Like it was amazing watching that live. Even now, like it was just the crowd are going. Was it Toronto? I believe it was Toronto, Toronto crowd. The crowd are going insane. First Mania I watched live. There you go. I think it would have been the same, actually. Yeah, I think it was my first, yeah. Guess what? Never seen it. Ah, fits. Seriously. Mm-hmm. You need to watch my that match. Go put on your WWE Network right now and throw on fucking Mania 18. Go no. away. We'll come back to AEW later. You go watch that and you come <laughs> back to us. You need, Fitz, you need to watch that match. Seriously. Yeah, it's one of those things where I was like, ah, I'll probably get around to watching that eventually. Oh, stop, dude. That no, that's that's essential viewing. That's like required viewing. You need to you're banned from the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, hey, it was, it was John fair. that during that time where I was just not watching wrestling. So yeah, just, yeah. There was hard wonder, to watch wrestling back then. I wonder how it hits if you've never seen it and now and now you know what you know about Hulk Hogan. Yeah, Does it have the same have the feeling? That? Yeah. To be fair though, Fitz was there live for the uh, the next generational battle. Uh, you know, once once in a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> we we were there for that. So we got part, to see Once Edward in a lifetime Christ. part one. Yes. <laughs> I was I, I've never been so upset at wrestling as when they fucking shat all over my WrestleMania moment. <laughs> but your WrestleMania moment was seeing um no, fuck on the screen. End of an era. Part, even though I nearly missed it. End of an era. <laughs> End of an era was my WrestleMania moment. Not Tyler Rex being involved in the backstage segment. <laughs> of Death to Tyler Rex. There I said it. <gasps> How wow. dare you? He's a trumper. He's a After trumper. Are you going and queuing for a full like six minutes to get his autograph? I know. He's a fucking. He's a Trump supporter, an anti-masker, and just an all-round cunt. If you follow him on Twitter, so fuck that guy. Like Flip Gordon. He. I don't know what's going to be worse, actually. He doesn't know how borders work. Stop at the borders. I'm, I'm ashamed <laughs> to share a last name with that cunt. Mad Kurt got fucking got him bad this week. It was hilarious. God bless Mad Kurt. Mad Kurt on Twitter. Follow him. He's amazing. He quote tweeted uh, Flip Gordon's post about the, the fire stopping at the border. He's like, he goes, hey, please DM me. I have more information. And Flip Gordon DM'd him for uh... more information. Amazing. So if anyone wants to put it in the in the chat there, uh, Deliverance has put the Flip Gordon one in, but if you get the it's called Mad Kurt. He is a Twitter god, Twitter lord, when might he say. Is. He's one of the best followers on Twitter. He's, yeah. he's incredible. Not the way. Um, we were very close to getting you a cameo from uh, Tyler Rex for your birthday. <laughs> if he if he was charging a little bit less, you probably would have got it. I'm I I heard <laughs> you on the fucking pod that week talking about, it and I was like, they better not fucking get me a fucking cameo from that prick. <laughs> I'm I'm, yeah, I'm actually I still have it in my mind that uh, I'm there it is. Try and see if Thank I can get you, on Twitter. There it is. Jordan has put it in the chat. There, he DM'd <laughs> Mad Kurt. Not knowing that Mad Kurt is one of the, the finest trolls known to Twitter. <laughs> oh, what have you got for me? You're a dumb baby. <laughs> oh, my God. Outstanding. Follow Mad Kurt. Man, I thought um, Flip was like a, a really cool guy kind of from his cameos on BTE, but he's yeah. really after showing himself up as a fucking dumb baby. 
he came out of the military and he got dropped in his head a lot. Mm. Do you remember when? Uh, do you remember All In? And he mm. he was Chico El Luchador. Yeah. Remember how? Remember the hopes and dreams we had? It was amazing. And then he turns out to be a fucking flat earth anti masker anti vaxer. <sighs> what a shame! Idiot. What a shame. Well, well, the two boys are in uh, ROH now. When you think about the elite at the time, uh, Flip, well, Flip Gordon wasn't in the elite, but, you know, it was on BTE every week. You know, Flip Gordon and Marty Scurll are in ROH now, just kind of, just just staying there where they can't be fired. So Marty still has the book there, doesn't he? He does indeed. Uh, no, it's gone back to, um, oh, Dragon, what's his name? Oh. Dragon Lee. No, yeah, Dragon Lee, what's his other name? Well... Uh. Someone will tell us. Antox is going to tell us because he has yeah. stats. Hashtag stats talks. Is that delirious? Delirious? Yes, delirious. That's delirious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I think Marty will be back after uh, an extended period. I really like oh, yeah. Antox uh, logo in the Discord. By the way, a green oh, Mortal Kombat yeah. logo. I like that. I will. Uh, I have my Gears logo, so that's good. I can throw in test to compare the two. Oh yes. Um. But yeah, um, I really enjoyed Hangman and Frankie Kazarian and I yes. on AEW this week. Singles wrestling. Way longer than I thought it was going to be, though. Yes, imagine that. One wrestler versus one wrestler in a contest to see who can pin the other without 57 other lads in the ring. It was great. About to knock the other guy out. About to knock the other guy out. No, it went nearly the limit because they were doing the thing where Justin Roberts was announcing the, the time limits and, you know, we're... Finished in five minutes, whatever the hell it was. But my favorite part of it, as much as good the match was, as much as good the match was, that's not even a sentence. I'm not you even English good too. Why, I English too. I English too good, man. But anyways, um, Kenny Omega on commentary was mm-hmm. sensational. Absolutely sensational. It was my favorite thing in wrestling all week. This is brewing, brewing nicely. Yeah. So last week they did the whole thing where Kenny's like, I'm going to go do my own thing and be a singles run. Hangman, clearly, you know, they're doing the whole um, alcohol route and he needs friends or whatever. And he's starting to see that himself. And he's going, he wants to get the team back together. He wants to get the band back together. But Kenny's like, I'm moving on. But the, the, the little shots he took. Oh, yeah, Hangman wants to tag out, but I guess there's no one there to go win the match for him. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. Shoot fantastic. Oh, it was brilliant. Just the subtle, subtlety in storytelling. Loved it. My favorite match of the week telling you that now before we get to the end of the show your favorite match of the week yeah it's not even close the singles match yeah i know i, I love the street fight but, but something hit me in my uh, storytelling soul the uh, kenny omega commentary kind of made it made it my favorite thing easily pleased i like it yeah well it's simple stuff works i'm not i'm not i'm, I'm not i'm easy pleased mm. there was no canadian destroyers not a single one, and there was no tags. That's always a helpful I'm, thing for me. No Canadian destroyers because no Dustin Rhodes match. <laughs> oh yeah, Jesus Christ! But am I am I crazy in thinking that was a fantastic? Oh no, great part match. of the week. Great match. It was good, very good. Love Enjoyed that. it very much. AW in general had some really good stuff this week. Yeah, it was really good this week. Really, really good. The um, promo from Eddie Kingston was great as well. Yes, yes. The man uh, is but he. God. He hates cookies, though, Nick. <laughs> I haven't seen this promo yet. I need to watch this promo. I watched BT this week for the first time. And there you go. Uh, 
So apparently Meltzer had inferred that Eddie Kingston cutting a promo on a cookie was a shot at WWE. But then Eddie Kingston tweeted today, no, you'll know when it's a shot. <laughs> and I mean, I post, I sent you the video, the thing from Progress Wrestling, where he literally destroyed your man Dragunov and called oh, everyone yeah. and his son a cunt. AEW, NXT, WWE, no one was spared. The fans. If Eddie Kingston is, yeah, the fans, the bookers backstage in progress. If he's taking a shot, you'll know about it, is the way I would look at it. But sure, look at Yeah. What else was going on this week? Thunder Rosa and Ivelisse. Yes. Probably, Let, probably get into it. Fitz, uh, mm. using your Fightful Select subscription, what do you remember from <laughs> the week? <laughs> Uh, let me just see if I can find it here now because it, this yeah, this kicked off a little bit of a fuss. The first I'd seen of this was the GIF I think you sent through on the chat of Evilly's not selling a just a rest hold, whatever it was like a not even not selling. It was like a full she, Nelson. She just like she just shrugged her. Yeah, mm. it was only a full Nelson. Yeah. It wasn't a full Lashley. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like Nick is right, she just sort of like shrugged her shoulders essentially. She fixed her hair before it was being locked yeah. in. She mm. got a snapmare. And then fixes her hair and rests her hands on her legs while she's waiting for it to be locked in. Mm. I, so, I, I would slap the bitch for that. Yeah, and, and obviously this, and, this came roughly and, like halfway through the match. So uh, kind of to preface this, this is what Fightful had to say about it. They said, um, during the match between the two unsigned wrestlers, things broke down a bit and the two started to go at each other physically. Phrasing. Uh, word spread amongst the locker room after the match with wrestlers in AW saying that they didn't seem to be getting along prior. Thunderosa had been working with some of the female wrestlers training with Dusty Road, Dustin Rhodes, and according to Manny, has attempted to take a leadership role in that regard. She's known as a stiff worker in the ring, which, depending on who you ask or work with, can be seen either way. During the match, Ivelisse was no-selling some of the spots, and Rosa took exception to this. Those in attendance thought that the match was going to have to be edited, but we weren't told whether or not it actually was. Rosa said to take perception of NWA seriously and didn't want them looking bad in this situation. Since the publication of this article, we've heard some support for Rosa from the AEW locker room, though many were uncomfortable as the match progressed. One person told us that they were surprised that by the time the show aired, that next week's booked match featuring both of them wasn't completely edited off the broadcast and changed. Wow. Hmm. Um, and yeah, also just on that note, do make sure to check out Fightful Select as well. Their stuff is an mm-hmm. incredible amount of news up there, and for only a couple of quid a month, it's definitely worth checking them out. Hmm. Uh, like, give credit where it's due to them. So, so we, from my point of view, I'd seen that spot on the the chat before I watched Dynamite because you know we're in the Irish time zone, which doesn't correspond greatly to watching this show live if you have normal mm-hmm. working hours. So I oh, watched. I watched the match with the perception that, okay, something happened in this match. So I was kind of watching things very closely. Um, it did look stiff, but it looked stiff equally, if you know what I mean. It looked like both were kind of well into it. Um, the, that was the only spot that I picked up where I could say, Jesus, that, that didn't look right. Everything else looked okay. All the spots that were being hit were hit safely. So even like high kicks to the head were, were connecting perfectly on the shoulder any kind of spots where you're kind of throwing a forearm or hitting snugly on the chest. So there was no danger. So it might be unprofessional to a point where it was stiff, but it wasn't unprofessional to a point where it was dangerous or it was, wasn't unprofessional to a point of where either one were going to physically hurt each other. 
So, you know, there's nothing wrong with not liking someone. God knows if you go back throughout the generations of even like Sean and Brett or whoever throughout history, there's many people who would have been in the ring together that probably hated each other in real life, but were able to take in the ring because that was their job. So as long as, you know, you can clear up any of those weird spots where you have the no sell or anything like that, absolutely no problem. You don't have to be best of friends to, to work in the ring together. Say that, but then Miro has come out and saying he's not going to work with Pac. Yeah, I think that was a work, to be honest. Tell me tales. What is this? So Miro put out on his YouTube that he was, I think he was being asked about people who he'd seen backstage at Dynamite and who he was looking forward to working with, et cetera, et cetera. And he says, well, there's one guy I'm not going to work with anyway from my history of him working on the other company. Um, and I, did, I don't know if he name dropped Pac per se, but it was inferred that that's who it was. But I think that's just a, a bit of a shoot, to be honest with you. Hmm. That is interesting. Well, it's a nice little feud to get him going if he wants to to start with that. I presume back and get back over. Well, sure, he can get back over anytime he wants, really. It's just settling in and quarantining and all that sort of stuff. So I'd imagine that he'll be over soon enough now that things are calming a little bit between at least with Britain and America anyway. So let's see. It'll be a nice little feud because ne- no, neither of them are in title pitcher and it's a feud that you can easily progress for a month or two and have a bit blow-off matches before pushing either into a title pitcher. Interesting. Mm. But yeah, Ivelisse has um, some baggage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, all the baggage from everywhere she's ever been. But um, yeah, uh, Antox, I haven't quite read the full message. To see the word Tessa, I just saw a keyword. Same, yeah, people are wanting Tessa in there despite knowing her history. Mm. You know? Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like, if if Tessa goes there, it, it probably makes more sense for her to go to WWE because she can't keep selling her fucking videos to Odell Beckham. <laughs> but, uh, uh, I don't know. Te- yeah, Tessa and Ivelisse, I think, are the two that are known for having drama. Drama. And what was the other one? The one was in... Um, Oh, the one who was in Lucha Underground. Sexy was star. All the sexy star. Oh, yeah. oh, Christ, yeah. Now, if you look at the politics, I suppose, from what I've just read out from Fightful, I can probably see where someone like Ivelisse might be upset with Thunder Rosa to a degree. I'm not saying she was right to be, but I can see where she might be coming from. You know, mm. if you're coming, if you're Ivelisse and you've landed into AEW and you're working hard, in her own opinion, probably, to, to try to get that contract to tie it, make a name for herself on national TV, which you wouldn't, wouldn't have had before to this, uh, to this larger stage. And you get someone else coming in from a, another company who's not going to be signed, taking a more leadership role than you and trying to train you. And she's probably, I think she's younger than her as well. Now she's Definitely better less, than her. Less, in the bu- less time in the business. Yeah. So you can see why someone's nose might be out of joint as a result of that. And you can see how there might be a little bit of conflict as a result of that as well. Again, not saying that's right in any way, shape or form, but you're dealing with people, you're dealing with emotions, you're dealing with politics. So it's always going to get a little bit messy. And if and, and from seeing Thunder Rosa's interviews with the likes of SRS and Chris Van Vliet, you can see that she's a passionate worker who wants to make things better for everybody. And you can see why people might take that the wrong way if they're that way inclined. Mm-hmm. Yeah, percent um, Antox has said hashtag stats talks uh, Thunder Rosa's Federation Mission Pro had their debut show 
on the, and the new regime had La Rosa Negra wrestling. Mm, which, if you remember, small. no, that's, uh, is that not uh, your one that was racially abused by Tessa? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Allegedly. Who's that? What's her other name? I don't know. I can't remember. I don't actually don't know. Stats Talks will tell us, but. <laughs> um, Shadow. Uh, Black Shadow Rose is what she's also known as. Yeah. Roisin Dove. Yep. Roisin Dove. Yeah. Roisin Dove. From Puerto Rico, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Puerto Rico. I wonder, was that, was there, was there anything there as well with uh, Thunder Rosa and Ivelisse? Was there any sort of well, country I'm, issues? I would, if I was Thunder Rosa, I would have, apparently Ivelisse had some bruises is what the story goes. Uh, it hasn't been quite, you see some uh, murmurs about it on Twitter from, for some reason, there's an Irish dude <laughs> that seems to have a lot of information. I don't know who he is or how he gets the information, but apparently uh, Ivelisse came out, uh, didn't come out the better of the two. And I would support Tonderosa and all of her endeavors on this one. I would have thrown a forearm across her face there after that choke thing. Nelson. Am well, I crazy? Well, um, apparently, well, at least like all this news that the reports even made it as far as the NXT mm. locker room, like within by the time the tapings had gone off the air. Yeah. By, by, by the time everything had gone off the air, reports had reached the NXT locker room of how shit was between the two. She hits a snap mare and then Ivelisse takes time to fix her hair, look out to the crowd look disinterested and upset, shrug her shoulders, and then just like put one arm up at a time. Like, come like, on. Like, she's, she's ridiculously talented when she wants to be. She's not a, she doesn't have a contract. I know. Yeah. yeah. It's not exactly work. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy yeah. talk. Yeah. I said, all the talent in the world, but the fucking attitude problem is it just follows that. her it's everywhere. There's yeah. a reason she wasn't signed. Yeah, and it, like unfortunately, how, how often does this stuff happen before you go to whole, you know, no smoke without fire? And start yeah. saying, you know, oh, by, at this by stage, extension fire of that, yeah, by extension of, you know, what, what you're seeing and what your the reports are, you know, all it takes is one verified report or one thing that you see and you, you kind of start to believe all the other stuff. Well, like, yeah. you know, like Ivanese comes in and she's got nowhere else to go. Thunderosa is the NWA champion. Whatever that means now, it's and unsure. But at least she has a contract. She's holding a title. She has a she's contract. Got she has a title. She, if you look at like name value in women's wrestling at the moment, yeah. she is. The hottest thing in the people who, right now. She is on fire at the moment. Yeah. She is the, the women's she, wrestler. And she's protecting AEW more than the person that's trying to earn a contract. Yeah, it's uh, it's big times for big TK here. He needs to mm-hmm. um, he needs to get his uh, house in order a bit. Yeah, there's probably just small little things kind of coming off the rails that you can like. Uh, come on, yeah, Tony. hell yeah, and Antox as well. Another Lucha Lucha Underground veteran, Cobra Moon is uh, Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I was always liked Cobra Moon. Mm. Yeah, but Thunder yeah. Rosa, is there anyone? more interesting right now than Thunder Rosa. Weirdly enough, and it's nothing to do with being involved in like title page ranting, somebody had Alexa Bliss stuff, I'm intrigued to see where it goes. Yeah. If you're looking overall, for me, Thunder Rosa is at the very top of women's wrestling. Thank God we were here from the start, Gordo. As soon as she appeared on <laughs> NWA and Nikki yeah. as well. Yeah. 
the three of us were here going, holy shit. The, the, the three things that were most important about NWA. Thunder Rosa, waffles, and tire irons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, baby! Well, I, I suppose, True. yeah, we'd have to do Ricky Starks. And uh, yeah. yeah, Ricky Starks, of course, yes. Four things. And Ke- so, Eddie Kingston. Waffles, waffles and tire irons are, are sold in the same emporium, so... <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it, it yeah, is interesting to see all the people now whose contracts with uh, with uh, NWA seem to be finished, and they're all going elsewhere. Rumors yeah. of going elsewhere. Yes, a uh, mm. stable James member. Storm. Well, it is a stable member of Thunderosa. Melina has uh, seems to be re-signed to WWE. WWE as well. She said herself and, today. Apparently, she's not. Which right. just confirms the story. Yeah. So she's literally taking the leaf Chris the Jericho is not signing with all elite wrestling. <laughs> Always do the opposite of what wrestlers say. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that'd be good. I was like Melina. Who's left? In NWA. <laughs> Billy Corgan. <laughs> Trevor Murdoch. Uh, the, uh, what are the, the Dawsons? The Dawsons. Uh, I like the Dawsons as well, actually. What were the other tag team, the, the tag team champions? Your man, Bram. What were they called? Oh, the Wildcards. Because they were into the tag team tournament as a Wildcard. Yeah, uh, James Storm's contract. He said he's no longer under contract either, so he's mm, gone now. Okay. Uh, Eli Drake. Someone needs to sign Eli Drake. Yeah. Well, it's okay, because they, they had a title match between Nick Aldis and fucking Mike Bennett mm. during the week. Mm. Apparently, there was issues with the... Uh, apparently there was issues with the stream on fight oh. that night. Aldis even had to put out a fuck. Uh, Aldis even tweeted about it saying apologizing to the fans, basically. Uh, that sucks. Yeah, but at least someone, oh. at, someone at the top and involved addressed it. Like COVID has killed NWA big time. Yep, that was so much fun. Every yeah. week, an hour every week was really fun. Ten, 10 minutes of gold, lads. 10 minutes of gold. Uh, what happened to our 10 minutes of gold? It's gone now. We did I, like two of them. <laughs> yeah, I know. But look. But now, that, now that we're stuck from home, if they were to reopen and start back again, we'd actually have time to just run a quick 10 minute one after our main exactly. show every week. We just, we'd kill Craig and then re enable Craig and boom, we're gone. Uh, yeah, it'd be so much easier. Oh, bring it back. Uh, well, we'll see. Thunder Rose is working on the producer side of things to try and improve herself so she can get involved in that side of things. So you never know. Mm. Uh, essentially, Billy Corgan is just going to open the fucking checkbook for her, I reckon. Looks like it. It looks like it could go back to essentially the way they started before they had a YouTube show where was Nick Aldis traveling between places. Where he would, he would finan- yeah, fighting around the world. He would basically be financing two champions here and maybe three with the tag team champions. And that's it. That's all you can yeah. do, really. Yeah. Uh, can, can, we, can we get Aldis and Thunder Rosa in OTT? If OTT were to run a 200-seater outside show? <gasps> can we talk about this? Before Before we go there, can we talk the question mark? Where oh. is the question mark? Oh, oh my God. Hang on now. Aaron Stevens. What is the question mark? He, what was it? Mongrovia? Mongrovia, yeah. You must be back bit in of, Mongrovia. Bit of context here, lads? No. No, no watch, watch, NWA. watch NWA. Watch the product fits. No. <laughs> Stay on brand. Watch the product. The question mark no. and Aaron Stevens were tremendous entertainment. Um, the question mark, we don't know who he is. We have absolutely not no a clue. clue. Not a clue. No, this not guy, a clue. It's like that girl on SmackDown. 
the blonde girl who is Carmela. We have no clue who this person is. It could be anyone. It could, it could be, be it both. Could be, it could be Carmela. It could be anyone. It's I, know it's not, I know it's definitely not you know, that guy Josephus. That's definitely he left the territory, so it couldn't that be. That guy had smacked out his death. That girl had smacked out is definitely not Josephus. Oh shit, is it not? Fuck. So who could it be? It's not Carmela. It's not Josephus. Definitely doesn't look like Ember Moon for you know the hair. <laughs> the hair. Here's the dead giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> the hair is what gives it away. Yeah. Mongrovian karate greater than Cobra Kai. It is. But it's it's not Carmella. It's it's not Josephus. We we don't know who the question mark is or that girl on SmackDown. But um Fitz, if I were to tell you that um if I'd like to propose something, maybe an outdoor OTT show with two hundred people in Dublin. In Dublin? Oh, no. <laughs> Can't do Dublin. Yeah. And in Dublin. Well, okay. Well before the tweet was sent before that. So in, do in it in Dakara, yeah. Indu- indulge me this was oh, a I, shit show I would be there yeah, we're, we're going Irish wrestling Twitter here for, for five minutes um, what was it Tweet Pro Wrestling we interact with them the odd time during shows they sent yeah. a thing out going hey OTT any chance of an open air show or whatever I'm starving for pro wrestling and it turned into an utter fucking shit show uh, they tweeted that out in response to kind of the new COVID guidelines by the government to say that um, from next week or whatever, they, you can have outdoor events with up to 200 people as long as guidelines are met, et cetera, et cetera. Before so they tweeted, they tweeted this at OTT and, you know, jokingly, you know, said, hey, now the you know, guidelines allow, are you thinking about doing a show? Winky face, winky face, you know, cheeky, and cheeky. OTT, OTT, OTT just co-tweeted yeah. with uh, the kind of question mark mm. uh, face, the hmm face. Oh boy, that triggered so many people. Yeah. Uh, Nick Quinn sent it to me at work and he slid into my DMs and he said, look at the replies to this. And I sent it straight to you. I was like, oh my God. Yeah. BJZO saying as well, the company's in trouble. Like, okay, look. I was late to the party in OTT. Uh, I feel a little more comfortable saying it than you will. But there's a lot of there's a lot of fans in there that they're probably better off without. I'm just saying it out loud. I don't care yeah, if it's you can agree you can agree or disagree. Yeah, fit. Stop saying things like that. But there's a lot of people in there that no matter what they they want the perfect human being a lot of times, and the perfect human being doesn't exist. And mm-hmm. people in there that shouldn't be there anymore. And uh, we know who they are, and we totally agree with the reasons why they shouldn't be there, and we support the victims of that. But then there's some other people that, no matter who, they, no matter what OTT do, they're in trouble. Yeah. No. Part of this came off of uh, another story, and again, this is obviously going off Twitter. We don't know the full depths of what the investigation is. The, the allegedly it. part is very much. Yeah, allegedly is very much in play here. Um. Obviously, we've, we've heard certain stories and we've obviously talked to some people about it, but we can't get into too much detail. But regarding the fact that their announcer, Tony Kelly, has stepped down um, and he actually left the company while was being under investigation for uh, abuse of a fan who also turned out to be his, his ex-girlfriend. Um, now... OTT, uh, this had all come out the day before this, and OTT hadn't tweeted anything in relation to it. 
But then they sent out this reply to this tweet, and that's when shit kicked off. Uh, people saying, oh, you're, you know, you're able to reply to this, but you're not able to reply to these serious allegations, etc. What are they expecting the company to say to these allegations? They've made that's... their statement. Everything else is legal, because if they comment, they're putting just are injustice on themselves. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it's our prejudice on themselves. Actually. Like, and some of the stuff I saw from people, and again, we're, I don't want to hang on this too long. You know, we've covered we, we've covered this whole movement. Everyone knows we one hundred percent agree. People need to speak up. One hundred percent. We did need to be show out. About it. These people need to be out of whatever they do. Is this just a wrestling yeah. thing? These people need to be out of whatever they fucking do. Yeah, but, and the OTT have already said that anyone who's under investigation will not be part of their shows. Reading my mind, Fitz. You're reading my mind, brother. Like, you don't it's need to put a, a, a statement every time any little thing happens. Like, yeah, their, yeah. their original statement it still stands. Yeah. And, and like, they, don't, oh, they, they can't go into discussions on legal proceedings yeah. or investigations. Or I, literally like saw, like I literally saw people make comments of, oh, you know, you're not sticking to the stuff you said. It's just words on paper. It's like, they haven't run a show yet in order to be mm. able to prove how serious they are about these people not being on the shows. What more do they have other than a tweet? Yeah. Does and the fact wrestling shows. Yeah. And the most recent allegation, like Gorda said, was against the, the Tony Kelly one. And even the, the story that came out from that proved that what they said in their original statement is actually true and happening because the complaint that came true was handed off to an independent third party to investigate and to make findings. So, you know, OTT can literally only do so much. They're not this big multinational company. They're a small Irish independent wrestling company who've put a board in place to deal with any sort of queries or complaints, and it's working the way it's designed to work. Yeah. You know, what more, literally, what more do you want them to do? Do you want them to shut down and never run again because they were the ones responsible for all this? They weren't. Yeah. There's arseholes out there that did fucking heinous things. They're the ones that are responsible, and they're the ones who are not going to be working while they're under investigation. Fuck off already. Yeah. Some of the, some of the fans responding to these yeah, things are going to drive the company out of business, and that's the last thing we want. Yeah, we finally sure. had a premier wrestling promotion, which we never thought we'd have in Ireland, based out of Ireland, and the fans don't want to see it stay there by the looks it, of it. It was, it, was, it was a problem the last time around. There was two companies, and they were toxic with each other, and there was you know this whole rivalry, and it was like, cool, we have one company. Well, obviously, there's the other companies, but everything is pulled in one direction. The companies are supporting each other. You know, there's no bickering. It's they're promoting each other's shows nearly. You know, they're putting each other's guys over. There's no you can't work for him. Something always has to go wrong, and this time it just proves to be the fans. Uh, be this as well. The shout out of sometimes wondering what the view is like on the high horse of several of these mm. former fans, and emphasis on the former fans. Uh, as if 90% of them aren't going to be in the fucking arena one way or the other. Well, that's it. You'd love to know of all these people that are really kicking up the fuss online. One, how many shows in the past they've actually been to. And two, they'll probably be going to them again if yeah. they were going to them in the past. Oh, yeah. Now, there's some, there's some I have seen that are, are people who, you know, we'd see and would have interacted with and are regulars. And, and like, don't go wrong. Again, we're, we're all wanting the same thing. We're all wanting... Just to be clean. We up. want shows that are safe, free of people that do dodgy this things that shouldn't be done, horrible things. That's but what we want. That's what we all want. We want at the same time. You can want that. You can also want wrestling to be back. Yeah. Now, thanks, Nick. I was literally going to jump in and say the same thing. Going, we're not defending people who have done fucked up shit. They have no not place to be there. 
We just want OTT back. But we're defending more... a company who are innocent of charges and who want to earn a living. Exactly. So if OTT tweets something, the fucking reply shouldn't be a shit show about things they had nothing to do with. Yeah. And then they didn't, to be fair, they did put out a reply eventually. Uh, I say eventually, it's a bad thing. They put out a reply shortly after all of this shitstorm. Basically saying all complaints brought to OTT's attention are investigated in complete confidence to protect both parties. OTT will not discuss complaints over social media and cannot comment on any ongoing investigations for legal reasons. They still have people replying to that saying, which legal reasons? Oh, fuck off. Defamation. Yeah. Straight I mean, up. It's that fucking do- easy. It's, inv- it's defamation. It, there's the same reason why... And it was something I think we may have talked about in one of our very early episodes around the whole... Uh, obviously, all the stuff that happened with the, the Paddy Jackson case we're not going to get into all that shit so shit's uh shit show again but a case of if that had happened south of the border the guys wouldn't have been named until if they were named guilty if they were found yeah. guilty because it's a case of protecting people for if any false allegations are made that it's to try and not tarnish these people's career in the long term because especially in this day and age with social media shit sticks mm-hmm no matter if anyone that's involved in this is it's all found out to be completely fake, this stuff is going to stick with them for a long fucking time. You yeah. know? It's, can't yeah. have nice things, lads. We just can't no, have nice we things. We can't have nice things. But all I'll say yeah. is, God, Dublin may be locking down. Galway's not doing too bad. Come over here, yeah, lads. The Black Box Theatre there is fantastic. Yeah. Get 100 people in there. Uh, we want uh, four tickets, please. Yeah. Um, Baby, come back. Baby, come back. Um, look, we want OTT back. Please yeah. don't ruin. Why? Please do not spam. What do they want? Do they want a statement on behalf of the company? I'm not yeah. saying that's wrong, but like OTT, there's not much they can do. Okay, the the legal teams will deal with the legal teams. Oh and my god! Be, you know, there's not much that can be done about that. But what do what do <sighs> the repliers underneath the threads want from OTT here? <laughs> Well, let me kind of ask that, or answer that with a question for you guys. What do you think of this? Uh, Dan Barry, the great Dan Barry, put out a tweet last night. Said Dan, 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 Dan. sorry, he, he put out a tweet saying, "Jameson drunk, ask me anything." To which, God, no, no. someone replied back to them. I won't blast them here. Oh, baby. And said, are you comfortable coming back to OTT Wrestling given the recent allegations made against members of their roster and wider team? Oh, no. (sighs) What did he say to that? He didn't. Oh, thank thank God. I thought you were going to say, yeah, okay. So that's just a dickhead. Oh, yeah. So look, okay. We, for some reason, we do not have Irish listeners. We don't have them. We have UK and American uh, listeners. We do not have Irish listeners outside of people that we know and the odd few here and there. We have far more American listeners, far more UK listeners. I, I don't oh, I, understand them. I don't understand the OTT fans. I fucking, how many times have I said on this show that I think OTT is the best wrestling? When, it's, when it was there, was the best wrestling promotion in the world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In the uh, world. Nothing touched. Well, that's, that's, that's down to Sean Ryan with a lot of those video packages and the main events they built. What more do you want? They won't book the people that we won't name. They're not going to book them. You don't know if they're going to book them yet or not. 
So if a show comes out first show back and they have them on the card, fair enough. Go nuts, cancel. Yeah, absolutely, cancel the company. Be, I'll be in there with you, Nick. I'll yeah. be right in there with you. This isn't the NXT UK coming back and having Sid Scala in the fucking opening yeah. segment when he openly has a lawsuit out against his accuser for which she has to have a GoFundMe set up just to try and cover her fucking legal costs. Fucking ridiculous. Like Self-awareness, lads. But again, we, we talk about uh, WWE. They still feature fucking Velveteen Dream and Austin Theory on their show weekly. Look, Kushida is sorting that. Yeah, we need Kushida to get Kushida, Kushida, Kushida back in OTT. <laughs> Kushida's the, the one-man anti-nonce brigade. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> anti-nonce brigade. It's, it's some way to start a face run, isn't it? Just fucking, you know, attack all the pedos. It's, look, I, I think, yeah, the WDB are, you know, they're alone to themselves. They do what they want, whatever they want to do. Give OTT a chance here. If they book the names that were named, Go and fucking burn Twitter to the ground, but give them a chance. Yeah. Mm, yeah. They can only do what they can do. There's legal proceedings there. This isn't like he stole my lunchbox, right? This is, these are serious allegations. So they can't be seen to be tweeting. Hang on, hang on, what's in the lunchbox? Yeah. So these are very serious allegations. Like you can't, what do you want from Joe or whoever tweets from the OTT account? What do you want from them? Seriously. Again, Pete is out there saying, can't comprehend why you'd want to burn down the house you helped build, kick the terrible people out of the house. Mm -hmm. 110%. The fans are what made OTT, and OTT themselves have said that. The fans have made it. The fans are on the verge of fucking ruining it. Sorry, (laughs) some of the fans are on the verge of ruining it. Like a small Twitter minority. They're the vocal minority. Which is what I'm going to say next is the person who asked that question of Dan Barry is synonymous with being an absolute arsehole online about OTT issues. So there Shocking. is no surprising there. And we've already discussed that said person before, so I'm not going to air their oh, fucking yeah. Twitter. Yeah, I just found it. Yeah. Yeah, just just go to any OTT tweet and you'll yeah. find them. Yeah. Yep. <sighs> it sucks. And I know there's American listeners and UK listeners have no idea. Well, I suppose the UK listeners might have more of an idea about OTT. Uh, Deliverance, have you heard of OTT? You're only across the pond from us. Um, I wonder what the, the, the perception is, but like incredible, incredible wrestling company. And it just sucks. Uh, you have never seen, uh, have a look. The, a lot of the, oh, I can't even talk about it, can I? Yeah. Uh, go watch Irish wrestling star Walter matches yeah Walter, yeah oh. Walter Devlin fuck yeah we love talking about Devlin no no, 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 okay. no, no right now. Walter had a there's been a title feud over the last 18 months Walt, in the company no, he has the between Paul. Walter and many other people basically watch Walter when Walter debuted <laughs> watch from when Walter came, came through and watch everyone he interacted with in matches and watch their matches through everything Basically, Walter walked through OTT and made it the best wrestling promotion in the world for someone like me who loves the storylines and the big main event matches. And everything you know, involving him and everyone he touched yeah. was fucking gold. Now, unfortunately, we mentioned the big three. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. The three. Oh, look, okay, look, we interviewed Sean Ryan on Nicky will tell me the number again. He always does. Um, about how his video packages work and he does video packages for NXT and NXT UK. It's incredible stuff. OTT 73. is 73. Thank you. He always does. I'll remember it this time, I swear. 
but unfortunately it's like uh it's uh exhibit a b and c unfortunately yeah. that he had the matches with where were we aw i think we got through but finished there. i think we got most of aw yeah um, <laughs> mjf happened that was fine couldn't really care may move on that's about the only thing we really didn't Jericho cover. looked old and tired oh well he's up against two fucking sprightly young lads yeah um ftr jurassic express they missed a fucking breakup spot on a pin yet again and there is no way that boy's fucking shoulders were down on that pin at the end. No. No. Eh, uh, it could have been. The angle was weird, but it, it, his, it, it seems improbable, I'll say it, that. His, his whole upper body seemed that like half of his back should have been off the ground. I, just, I don't see how biologically or physically, I should say, that is possible. Hmm. Still, decent match throughout. No, no complaints with most of the match, but Do you know what? they missed what? these fucking spots too many times. But you know what, Gordo, and I, I don't disagree with what you're saying at all. You're factually correct. But what I'll do is I'll give uh, AEW massive credit because their camera work and editing to kind of cover these spots has been absolutely fantastic for the last month or six weeks. Whatever, they, they've changed something to acknowledge the fact that they need two angles for everything and they're, they're able to switch between them quick, quicker than most because WWE have been the opposite lately where they've missed an awful lot of spots or have fucking shown the wrong angle on a lot of spots. Everything. What was it? They missed something in the main event on SmackDown last night. Was it Uso doing the run up the barricade like Jeff used to do and diving off onto Corbin? Oh, Jesus. I switched off early. SmackDown. The first hour of SmackDown was AIDS last night. I'll tell you what I watched this week. AEW and the main event of SmackDown. So I'm picking <laughs> the weeds here, lads. What I need, do you do with all your free time? I do. Oh, man, I wish I had some. I'm just, I'm burned out. And AEW is exciting, even if I think it's shit some weeks. It's at least colorful and exciting and the shit happening. It's not like the generic enter wrestling code here. Do you know what, right? I, it's funny you mentioned that because I said to you, I, I switched on NXT UK last night for the first time, probably ever. Yeah. And um, yeah, so cancel first, I canceled. <laughs> cancel. Well, if I'm getting cancelled for anything, you know, that's a fairly weak excuse. <laughs> Nick. Come on, I'm sure you can find something better. Oh, oh, oh. oh shite. Tab button. to that. Uh, but like, firstly, they obviously they opened up with uh, a management slash authority figure, which they shouldn't have had for obvious reasons. Yeah. And then they, the second from that, um, they opened up with an introduction um, and an interruption. And they did that twice. A libation. Oh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> Final drink. Jesus. <laughs> like, it's the oldest formula in the book. It's like, how do you set up a feud? Well, have someone go out there and talk and then have someone else go out and interrupt them. Yeah. So, oh, come on. It's so mm-hmm. old. I just cancelled you in the chat. It's fine. But I'm still yeah. here. Uh, and Doc says it as well. No matter how bad AEW can get, subjective opinions aside, you know there's at least one to two things you remember, maybe three. It's mm-hmm. dead right. They yeah. do things differently. And, you know, different isn't always great. Different no. can be sometimes bad. But it's different. It's interesting. It gets the people talking. It's provocative. Nobody there we go. <laughs> um, yeah, it's been a very AEW heavy show this week. But I mean, I mean. <sighs> I mean, it was the better. It was the best show this week. The WWE stuff was bland. Oh, stuff. It was... The blandest of bland. 
Dominic yeah. Mysterio is one of the best things on WWE wrestling right now. I haven't watched I, thing because I read about it and went, no interest. Not yeah, a there fucking was, chance of my spending my time. There's, but, there's Buddy Murphy, Aliyah Mysterio fan fiction going around <laughs> the internet oh, already. Yeah. Something's happening there, lads. I'm telling you. She's old enough. It's there, okay. Oh, yeah. 19. 19. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, you have to say these things. There were, yeah, and this all happened because as they were walking up the steps after Dominic lost the cage match to Rollins on Raw, uh, Murphy gets attacked by Rollins afterwards because he'd hit Rollins. Uh, he'd hit Rollins with the door of the cage at one point. Rollins beats the shit out of him. So as the Mysterios are getting into the cage, uh, Murphy's trying to get up, and then he just kind of, you know, consoles him a bit. Just literally one second, hand on Checks his arm, he's okay. check if he's okay. And that led to fan fiction being written about them on the internet within <laughs> an hour of the show going off the air. But why I like that, Gordo, is that they didn't hammer it home on commentary that this happened. Oh, yeah. Oh, my know, God. Subtle tones, you know, at least at least they're kind of opening up and seeing, well, I'm going to give them a bit of credit here, see what the reaction like is online and maybe oh, grow with it. He touched oh, yeah. her. She touched his back, Corey. Oh, my. Uh, oh, well, this is, that's what Cole was on Raw this week. So oh, Cole's been all oh, over the place. Uh, but they have, they, but Joe, ha- Joe isn't there, so they've kind of had a rotating wrestler hmm. turd, which is interesting. Dolph is very good. There's a rumor that Samoa Joe contract is running out. And that maybe all is confirmed. That could be a clickbaity thing that I just read it in passing, but I don't know if someone can look up uh, is, Samoa is, Joe's contract. Is, re- is Reen just doing a couple of fucking practice articles? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? What's Rian doing? He's becoming a journalist, is he? Journalist school. Journalist. He's going to a journal. He's doing a journalism school. Rian, I'm going to tell you right one. now. I went okay. a similar path. There's no money in it. Just stop. Just go on the piss with your mates. <laughs> I'm telling you right, it's not worth it. But you know, you might be better and more intelligent than me. But yeah, whatever. Anyway, it could be. You know. Um, yeah, trying to quick run of NXT. Actually. Uh, EO Shotzi was a very good match. I enjoyed it. Shotzi was great. I've impressed me a lot in it yeah. compared to what I've seen from her before. Yeah. Um, yeah and very, very that, that moonsault at the end from EO where it's just pure knees. Murder All salt. knees. I, when she hits it right, it's great. But when she hits it like that, it's like, dude, come on. It's better I mean, in a way, though, because it's the pure no. knees straight into them. Yeah, but that's just dangerous. Safe dangerous. No. No, it's not really. No. She she gets so much whip on the, the, the moonsault rather than kind of the Charlotte one, which she kind of gets more loft on it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Will we talk about the last 20 seconds of uh, SmackDown, as uh, B. Dizzle says? I'm yeah. loving this Jimmy or Jay Uso, Uso and Roman Reigns thing. It's fantastic. Tell you, lads, figure poker do. Jay Uso's winning the title. <laughs> <laughs> I loved that, you know, that Jay Uso was celebrating, going crazy. And then he walks up and he's like, let's go. This is great. I love my life. I am a professional wrestler. This is fantastic. And then you cut the camera cuts back to Roman Reigns and he starts changing. He starts putting on a little big dog voice. He's like, oh no, I'm going to beat this guy up. I yep. think we're going to have a situation where it's a squash. Or it starts I mean, off with Jey Uso. Jey's going to destroy him like. Yeah, yeah, he's putting on <laughs> big dog. Oh my. Uh, it starts off with Jey Uso maybe getting a little bit of offense in, but then it's just a massacre. And that's how you confirm, if it wasn't already clear, that Roman Reigns has gone heel. And yeah, I like love he, it. 
you can put this one on earlier. Probably the other, the Universal title one is probably mm. going to make a event of Orton's back. I um, would make it so uncomfortable that uh, I would have to have it as the main event because yeah. I wouldn't be able to put that. I'm talking Matt Hardy, Sammy Guevara levels of uncomfortable yeah. that you do not want that <laughs> else going on after this. You're like, why am I watching this? This is a snuff film. That's where I'm thinking this goes. <laughs> I, I'm thinking, yeah, it'd be like, because it's like Jey Uso thinks he can step to my level, but he's the big dough. And he just kills him. I think that's what we're that's where we're going. Jey Uso is far too comfortable with being the number one contender. Like even the picture I posted there, I thought it was an amazing picture. Just look at Roman in the background there, clutching the title, like head down, staring dead into him. Has Roman been taking acting classes with Sasha Banks? Well, I hope so. I hope so. What about and Sasha Banks? Oh what yeah. What if uh, Roman wins by you know dirty tactics, you know low blows, whatever? I think that'd be the. Sh- I th- I'd hate if they did that. They should do it that. Okay, Jey Uso is not a single wrestler. They should kill him. Roman should absolutely kill this man. They should, but again, don't forget who's booking this match. I know. Oh, if he hits him in the dick. Oh, right in the penis. Great. They love the dick assassin. Good oh, shit. That's tremendous. How long is the other Uso out for? Another three months, maybe. How long is an AA class? <laughs> uh, no, it was mania he got injured, and it's usually a nine-month yeah. injury. Injured, yes. So, finger, finger, poke, ACL. finger poke of doom, and then two-man power trip Alcohol starts. Alcohol also has ACL in it. <laughs> but yeah, uh, look... <laughs> Good Lord. To this. That didn't work. I tried, lads. Uh, ah, look, look forward to it. It'll be interesting to see what way they go with it. There are a lot of ways they could go with it, but uh, I am all for Jay Uso win the title. <laughs> well, they gave it to Kofi. They, look, they gave it to Kofi last year, and he's not more than a tag team wrestler. So imagine. You know. <sighs> <they just get. laughs> oh, Gordo. Jay Uso just wins the Universal title and the entire year. Pick up on what I said at <laughs> uh, the tag team thing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not happy with that comment, and you're and you're cancelled. Yay! Bye, everybody. <laughs> Did you see Big E on SmackDown last night? I read about it. I haven't seen. He was that. he was quite good. Mm. He assaulted some guy badly. Oh. It was great. <clears throat> yeah, he uh, gave him a name halfway through. <laughs> yeah, I can't remember what the name was, but he just he gave a guy a name so he so he could talk trash to him while he beat him up. Uh, yeah, Larry, that was it. Yeah, Larry. Yeah. I don't know your name, so I'm gonna call you Larry. Take this, Larry. Uh, what else was there? Um, like uh, as Alexa Bliss is one of the best things on SmackDown at the moment, and that's worrying me. It's weird. Yeah, it's strange. Um, Jeff, ah, fuck it. No, no need to talk about SmackDown. What else do we have on NXT? We might have a member of the Break the Apocalypse podcast coming on at the moment. Oh. We're looking for a DM, looking for a DM link. So I've sent a DM link. So I don't know which one of them is. Could be Shaheen, could be Bisho O'Brien, could be John Draper. Who knows? Ooh. I've sent them a link. The moment of truth. The moment um, of truth. What else do we have? NXT wise, main event of Priest Thatcher was quite was very very good. Hmm. I really yeah, enjoyed that as well. I probably would. I, 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 it's one of those matches where I actually think that Thatcher should have gone over. Neither you know, neither guy could lose. Yeah, you it's couldn't change the title that fast well, and kill Priest off. You could if you book it in a way that, you know, it just highlights how um, kind of blasé Priest has been since he won the title, that he's only about, he's all flash, no stuff, substance. And you could have had a feud built on that where Priest kind of overcomes his 
uh, demons, bad choice yeah. of words, but and then he could win it back. But it's it's a long term feud. You could have told, but it's kind of ended now because you know he won it clean and it just yeah. kind of does nothing for Thatcher. It just means Thatcher hasn't again has failed to win the big one. Mm. Yeah, it's like a big guy signing for AEW. You know, can't quite win the title. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, shizzle. Yeah, folks. Kushida was great on on NXT. Yeah. Well, they said, uh, I love one, this angry Kushida beating up. Yeah. One man vigilante. Abusers. Yeah. Well, I think, like, oh, I think. Oh, no, no. The best thing about NXT this week, I don't know if you picked up on it. Kyle O'Reilly. Yes. Oh, yes. Kyle O'Reilly and Tomasa Champa next week. Hell yes. Or two weeks' time, probably. But hell yes. I want an hour long Iron Man match between the two of them, please. Yeah, but I mean, what if it finishes in a draw? Then you go to sudden right death back. overtime fight pit war games. Holy shit. You wouldn't do a thing like that on national television. Madness. Oh, mm-hmm. Regal's two announcements. Anyway. We'll, what was we'll... his two announcements? I saw the second one was obviously that elimination gauntlet match. Was the first one the women's battle royal? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Look, all I'm saying is that elimination gauntlet thing, that's the closest I'm getting to there being a fucking championship scramble. Yeah. <laughs> It's basically what's the name of the thing Lucha Underground used to do? It was a takeover. Um, was the other one? The end of their season, yeah. the last episode season. Yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, fucking gift of the or not gift, gift of the gods? Aztec warfare. Aztec warfare. Yes. Very similar. That's talks with again. That's yeah, again. There he yeah. is. Yeah, one hundred percent. It is. Um, I really want to go back and watch talks. Lucha again. I need to go back and watch Lucha again. It's good. God bless like how the fuck do we do a show without Antox anymore? But Gordo used to be the stats guy. Yeah, yeah Gordo used He's to be the stats guy. But now, but now Gordo works until fucking midnight every night. So Gordo's <laughs> a walking zombie. All right, let's do this. We're in a ratings war, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> uh... so harsh. It, I, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's uncomfortable the way I play this. But it's fun. Uh, so, let me grab my phone. Uh, AW won again this week. So, it's AW 40 to NXT 11 as of this week. So, it's AW 886 to NXT 689. It's like 69, but with an 8 in the middle. Hashtag mm-hmm. nice. Nice. Um, <laughs> Yeah, huge drops for both shows. Like, enormous drops for both shows. Uh, Well, it was the first week back in direct competition, so it was to be expected. So let's not do that anymore. So yeah, it was about 200,000 each way, or 100,000, a little over 100,000 for AEW lost, and nearly 200,000. I meant to to do a comparison between the last direct-to-head, head-to-head competition to see what the the change was for that. But still both... The numbers are up, though. Both numbers are higher than they were the last time they were both on Wednesday. Yeah, that's what I thought too. Mm. So uh, I think so. that's a good number for AEW, and the fact that the show was so good, you'd hope that they'd keep that number, maybe even increase it a bit next time. Yeah. Whereas NXT, I don't know if they did enough to to get more people back next week. I know they announced the Battle Royal, fair enough, but I don't know if I'd be tuning back in because of that. I wouldn't switch over the show anyway because of that, especially. All I'll say about NXT is I watched this is what I think is a bigger long term issue for NXT. I watched AEW Live, um, decided I would wait and watch NXT after finished work at midnight on Thursday night. I went through the whole day on Twitter 
the only thing I saw related to NXT, and I still do follow a good few wrestling-related accounts on my timeline. I saw a load of AEW stuff on there. The only thing I got spoiled on me for NXT was the announcement of the Gauntlet Eliminator. Nobody on my timeline was talking about anything else to do with NXT. Yeah. Mm. The hype but, and the buzz around it is nowhere near what it used to be. And longer term, that's something they need to try and get back. It's something that we've picked up on before, though. When they hit a high, their highs are extremely high. But typically, you know, because they're unofficially still a developmental brand, they still have a lot of low moments because they're featuring on up and coming stars that we haven't heard of before, or booking feuds to try to get people over. Whereas, you know, in AEW, that's not necessarily a direct comparison that you can make. So while I will always criticize them for not kind of putting on the shows that they're capable of doing, equally, they're trying to do something to develop future stars. So there's always that little caveat where you can kind of justify what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah, good show. Yeah. Yeah, NXT or Metallic AW or Megadeth. But I think in the long term, you'll end up with, <laughs> you'll end up with being AW being the Metallica of the situation. The long the, 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 the one that lasts. Although it, yeah. Eh, the, I don't see them getting rid of NXT. So No, no, of course not. But yeah, yeah. What what so well, I guess we'll vote this week then. We'll go Right, so we we get to vote who is Have the better few, show. Be a very quick vote. Between the two shows, yeah, which was your favorite? So I'm gonna go AEW this week. Mm-hmm. 100%. Same. Full house, I think. Yeah, yeah. Very that good show is the quickest week. vote we have ever done. Ever. We normally <laughs> agonize over that. Uh, what's up, B-Show? Brian is on the chat there. How are you? Yep. Um, we, yeah, we normally agonize over that. We're like, which was better? Or we come down to like one segment. How many weeks have we decided on that one segment? That one sits it's, it's a little better than the other. Yeah. No, I it's better already. Yeah. Well, to, to to clarify, right, that would we're currently at AW25 NXT25, and we've just made it AW26 NXT25. Is this so the first I'm, time AW has been in the lead? No. Uh, they were in the lead as of episode, or they were 2120 at one point. And then every week, so AW went, say, 2221, and then it'd be 2222. So AW. The first time they ever won on our vote was like episode 20 or 21. And then since then, it's been each, you know, the alternate each week. weeks, basically. Yeah, just completely alternate weeks. Yeah. So it's currently AW2625 to NXT. So there we have Ooh, it. Baby. Ooh, baby. Well, let's start to talk about uh, Retribution. Much. Oh, look, right. <laughs> Fucking Keith Lee and. <laughs> And fucking what's his? Why can't I think of his name? The champion of the world, Drew McIntyre. Oh, Drew McIntyre. I didn't Drew know where you were going. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember his name for some reason. They jump over the top rope and they knock everyone out. Everyone's down. All the retribution lads are down, and not one of them taught to pull the fucking masks off any of the guys that were on the ground. Well, it would have been very awkward when Keith Lee is getting beaten up by his fiance and former best friend. Yeah, it would be very how, awkward. How good would that have been? If Keith Lee had taken off the mask and Mia Yim was Mia on the mask, <laughs> that would have been amazing. Except on Raw, people were like, "Who's she? What's what's going on? Why is, <laughs> what's, what's why is he upset with that woman?" It would be the worst NXT debut of all time, and there's been some. Bad <laughs> I don't know. There has to have been worse. I'm struggling I, to think of one, but there at has least to have this been week worse. they they clarified that they're definitely okay. like PC people, which they never had before. 
Right. In the promo they cut. Yeah. They acknowledge the fact of where they're coming from. They recited Hamlet, I believe, before oh, they, uh, had their, um, they had their uh, fucking corporate branding everywhere. To be like, or not to be? Nah, he's gone. He was years ago. Nah, he was gone. So, like, why would you not take the masks off, though? In, in storyline, Keith Lee and Drew McIntyre, if they've done it, we're like, oh my God, retribution here. We need to team up because we, our main event match was ruined. Let's do a big double flip over the top ropes. It's because, Take off. it's because they can't unmask anyone before the draft that's going to happen in a few weeks because otherwise then people are going to get drafted to the shows. What if some of the members who are exclusive to Raw get drafted to SmackDown? Exactly, that's what why end. they can't do it because if they unmask people now then they're going to become stars of that show which means they could get drafted in a couple of weeks. So uh, they can't. They're literally going to drag the arse out of this until after this brand. We're not going to see anyone unmasked until after this draft happens. Good lord. Deliverance is good mm-hmm. shit. Why didn't take off the masks? COVID. COVID. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're talking COVID safety, huh? So an element of SmackDown last night, I don't know if you saw it, oh, was sorry. a moment of bliss where uh, Alexa Bliss is interviewing Nikki Cross. This is Alexa Bliss, you know, not zombie Alexa Bliss, but interviewing her and happy away and Daisy Evans, Gordo's Bay comes out, you know, takes out her tissue and, you know, waves it in the air as she does. Nikki Cross blows her nose in it, and throws it in the face of Lacey Evans. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, she did also use hand sanitizer as well. She, she used hand sanitizer. In the match. She in, poured yeah. hand sanitizer over fucking Nikki Cross in a Nikki match. Cross. Yeah. Disqualification. To, yeah. She no, did she NXT, wash, didn't she? She wants to wash away the nap. She used to do that in NXT, if I'm not mistaken. I can't remember, to be honest. Something like that, I think. Yeah, yeah. there was something about cleaning well, people. Are, yeah. It's she, she, used to take the, she used to take the tissue out and dab herself, wipe away the sweat, and then throw it in their face and stuff as well. But she could literally just be Sonya Blade. Yeah. She's, she's literally a, a real-life Mortal Kombat character, and she's doing she this fucking... killed people. She has killed people, Fitz. Legit. Oh. Yep, and now they're killing her career. One stupid segment at a time. One handkerchief at a time. I do. I do still enjoy her career. Well, yeah, they're trying to give her COVID, so that's okay. Oh, Ah, so they've now just uh, acknowledged that Raw Underground is in fact not exclusive to Raw. It is a multiverse. So why is Matt Riddle not there murdering people? <laughs> yeah. Where is because his here? lawyer is having to, he's having to teach his lawyer how to put out a proper fucking press release. This uh, is what paper looks like. This is what labels look like. <laughs> Angry, happy, sad, bro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Far away. That where, so is, where is War Games Underground? Oh. Where is the War Pit Fight Games? with Timothy Thatcher and Matt Riddle if it is, of course, you know, not a can we get, specific thing. Can we get a Raw Underground segment at Survivor Series? You know, the one night of the year where Raw, SmackDown, and NXT Superstars <laughs> go head-to-head <laughs> head in direct competition. That's but my have line. A, have a Raw Underground and we can get Matt Riddle versus Kyle O'Reilly on Raw Underground. Huge, if true. War ground under games. War ground under fight, war under fight cage match Shit. games. Bloodsport. Speaking of Bloodsport, yay! Bloodsport wrestling is saved. Confirmed for Bloodsport. Yay! Good times. He's he's got a Molotov cocktail. I mean, if that's legal in a match, I'm going to watch that match. 
um we we need to wrap it up though we're gonna, yeah. we're gonna day. quick shout on irish wrestling at the moment um phoenix wrestling we're supposed to be running a show next week uh, we said after reviewing the new guidelines by the government they've unfortunately chosen to remove all dublin based wrestlers from the show uh, cool. however we'll still go ahead with all phoenix based talent um i look forward to still being able to put on a show for everyone tough it's a rough call but the same time it's the right call it's a sensible thing to do um hopefully get shit under control dublin can get back to normal and phoenix can start getting i think they're going to be running these studio shows once a month is what their plan is um record them and obviously then put them out for people so hopefully if dublin can kind of get, get its act together over the next couple of weeks they might be able to get it done in time for the next show but um yeah, good show, Phoenix. Being responsible, uh, make sure to check them out as well. It's Phoenix Wrestling on Twitter. Um, yeah, there again, we we give OTT a lot of credit, but uh, Phoenix are also doing some pretty good stuff as well. So make sure to check them out. Gordo, if you wanted to find out how we did good stuff, though, how how would people find that? Are we not going to best match world match? Right afterwards. Fair enough. Jesus. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't let you do it. Maybe we shouldn't let you do it. You're breaking up a lot. How's that? Yeah, I think me. I just dropped a one bar on Discord there. Oh, huge affair. We'll do best match, worst match then. So best match is probably probably the street fight. But it's not your best match. No, I I really enjoyed Hangman and um, uh, Kazarian. Really enjoyed it. I probably the street fight anyway. I'm I'm happy either way. Worst match? Uh, probably the squash match with MJF. I don't know what else was bad this week. I heard Raw existed this I week. Did. <laughs> uh, Kevin Owens defeating Alistair Black. Oh, yeah. It's a grand match, but, you know, why? How? Why? Why? No, Ruby um, and Liv. Ruby and Liv against Natty and Lana. There we oh, go. Yeah, oh, we didn't even terrible. talk about Asuka and Mickey James, the finish to that oh, match. Oh, yeah. Oh, boy. Apparently, that referee needs to be there. fired. Yeah. Mickey, Mickey turned around and said apparently they thought she had been concussed, so they called the match. She was fine. Yeah, but that's what she was. She said in an interview yesterday, I think. On the bump. One the, no, it was mm. one of the talk sport guys she was talking to, I think. Oh, it was Alex McCarthy. Uh, Alex McCarthy. I can never remember the guy's name. Again, really good, but never remember the fucker's name. Um, yeah, she had an interview with him and it said that basically, yeah, they thought that she had been concussed. So either the referee or someone in his ear basically made the call to say, yep, take it home. So, yeah. Still horrible. Looked really bad. Um, but yeah, I suppose, you know, at least they're not sending her up a fucking scaffolding. <laughs> Fair point. Do you know, if I know we don't have a, a kind of a segment for it, but star of the week. Do you know who I'd give that to this week is Cedric Alexander. Yes. Yeah. He was fantastic on Raw. That was more character I've seen out of him in one night than we've seen from him in what, four years on WWE TV? He's been a heel in WWE. Yeah, who knew he'd be so good at it? Mm. Lads, MVP has transformed Raw. Oh, yeah. Yeah. MVP's amazing. Really? Even like the, that scene at the very end, it was like they were the Avengers coming out to, you know, yeah. face off against the fucking bad guys. I that was, was a, badass. I, I don't need to see MVP having long matches in the ring. No. no. Leave that stuff to Cedric and yeah. Shelton. Shelton, yeah. yeah. 
have him in the gate or they'll be absolutely fine. MVP talking, essentially MVP talking and Shelton wrestling together, they make a good wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I I did love MVP being on commentary for that match, running off and then coming out with his entrance. Stat talks has ruined you again. He's one hundred percent right, though. He's a good shout. He was. Yeah. Yeah, um, I actually forgot. I forgot about his ROH stuff. He was incredible. Back WWE. To be fair, have fair. that. That's talks. How's that for a stack? Technicality, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, best segment, worst segment. Um, worst segment for me was the Mickey James botched finish. It's a match, though. And it was this the element of it, I suppose. Yeah, I, I won't disagree with you there. I heard that. Um, there was an episode of The Dirt Sheet on SmackDown. I haven't seen it, but I'm sure. Oh, it. yeah. Episode, or the worst segment of the week. Yeah. Basically, they, Otis came out and ripped all of Miz's clothes off, and he had to go backstage in his tidy whities and stayed that way for the entire show. Oh, and um, Otis has been served with a lawsuit for uh, that attack on Miz and Morrison as yeah, well. Because lawsuit angles are the best. Yeah, suing him for the money in the bank contract. What you yeah. want during the speaking out situation is lawsuit angles. That's exactly what you want to be doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Best segment. If it wasn't for the camera cuts, the ending of Raw. Yeah. Oh yeah. Camera cuts, lads. I'm getting fucking seasick watching this show. It's so bad. Uh, what was the close the stat? Was it fifty something camera cuts in an eighty second women's tag team match? It was uh, eighty mm. something. It was it was more cuts in seconds. I thought wasn't it? No, no, no it, was, it was the other it was way. Over, but it wasn't. It was very close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, it's. I, I yeah. get it. You, I get it. You're you're a big company, so you can afford to have lots of cameras. I don't need to see every camera angle in every fucking match. Just stay on the shot. Give me the hard cam. Switch oh, every fifteen seconds I, or something. I, I just, I just want to quickly cut across to you and say, "Fuck your Antox," because now I need to go back and watch all the board movies again. I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh I love the board movies. He, but he mentioned them in the chat, saying with the camera cuts. Essentially, it's like watching the board movies, but minus the nuance of it. I, I'm I, gonna I, have to watch the board movies again because them car chases are some of my favorite chases they've, in any movie ever. Yeah, camera cuts equals action and fast and excitement. Clearly, that's that's what it means. And he was vomiting and nausea. Yeah. Are you ready for a good time? No. I'm ready if for I'm a steady I won't be watching SmackDown. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what you can watch, Gordo? You can watch as I tell you to plug the show. Oh, my. Crowbar. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, if, more, if people want to get more of us here at the Alleged Wrestling Podcast, you can get us on all your favorite podcast apps. We're on iTunes, we're on Google Podcasts, we're on Spotify, SoundCloud, wherever you're listening to us now, you're going to find us again next week. Make sure to subscribe or follow us on wherever you are. If there's a like system or a rating system, you know, come on, be nice to us. Show, show your brother some love. Um, also available on the Wrestling Soup Network on WrestlingSoup.com. Make sure to go on there, check us out, check out Wrestling Soup Boys themselves. Make sure to check out their Patreon. They've always been fantastic to us. Make sure to check them out. Um, also, make sure to check out our friends over at Canvas Theory. It's www.canvastheory.com. And make sure to use the promo code AWP for Ledge Wrestling Podcast to get 10% off your entire order. Currently shipping only to the US, but will be coming soon to Europe. And I do also want to give a shout out to the Break the Apocalypse podcast. Uh, make sure to follow them on Twitter. It's at Break the AP. Um, they're, I just had to put up episode three of their show there last night. Uh, it was late enough. It was like 4 a.m. over here. So I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet. But uh, 
love the first couple of episodes please make sure to check them out they're good guys and their content so far has been absolutely amazing so uh yeah make sure to check them out also make sure to follow us on twitter it's at two bit wrestling um come and join us we try and live tweet and just tweet as much shite as we can during the week and um yeah join us have fun i listened to uh break the apocalypse at six o'clock this morning because i couldn't sleep good times literally yeah, it was watching at- the g1 because that's also back today back. oh my god it's, has there been matches yet yes mm-hmm. there's matches this morning who won the matches i haven't seen them yet but cool no spoilers <laughs> just how we like it i'm planning on taking the last week of it off to catch up because i know because the english commentary isn't going to be released to the lake because i'm not yeah. doing it live so i'll probably just catch up on it but yeah I... g1 season yay I don't have the mental bandwidth to deal with the G1 at the moment. I can't even watch SmackDown or Raw at the moment. So I'm going to maybe leave it to, I'm going to keep an eye on the results and then watch it towards the end of the blocks. I think that's going to be my yeah, way. J Dog was saying earlier, and he just said it again Ishii Suzuki today. That was on this morning. I'll oh. be watching that. He says it is a good match. Okada Abushi, holy shit. That's final worthy. Right, so uh, lads, uh, I'm going to go fucking watch that. So, uh, I'm going to watch Man United lose to Crystal Palace and then load up Okada versus Ibushi to cheer uh, myself up. <laughs> if, you, if you start watching this now while well, the audio files are processing, you'll get one to two matches watched. That's true, that's true. Yeah. But I want to make it like impossibly difficult for myself, you know? Whoa, watch after United lose and fuck this away. Good times, anyway. I don't know. Yeah, I need to go now. I need to go. I'm tired. We, we'll be putting out the B show we recorded last week at some point this week. Yeah, right, I totally forgot about <laughs> <laughs> completely forgot about the B show this week. Uh, yeah, uh, let me know whenever day you want it, I'll throw it up. Basically, I'm gonna put this show up. Uh, I'll probably edit it during the match or maybe after, I'm not sure. I'll do it after the match, probably. Uh, this will be up later tonight. The usual time on a Saturday night, we normally post this around half 10, 11 o'clock at night, our time. So it'll be like 5 p.m. Eastern type time frame. So, yeah. Just a shout, uh, Leeds Fulham is now 4-3. Oh, Jesus. Uh, I believe it was 4-1 at one stage. And uh, AWFC are after clawing it back. <laughs> AWFC. So, so far today, this is the second game of the day. There's been 14 goals so far. Jesus. What was the first game? Everton-West Brom. Like, as in, what was the score like? 5-2. Uh, 5-2 Everton. Mother of God. Right. That's the uh, that's the end of the show, I guess. We're going to go watch football and possibly edit some shows. And I guess that'll be the way to do it. And cans. More cans. cans. Not to Tony it. Can. Not Tony Can. The other types of cans. But anyway. Couple of Tonys. Couple of Tonys. <laughs>